you're not cheese. You'll never be cheese. No one will ever... Actually, I'm going to strike that and say only Beyonce... Actually, no, I'm going to strike that too. No one will ever be cheese. I'm going to go back to my... <laughs> Wait, you can say only Beyonce, Beyonce is be cheese? cheese. Ew, no green text. What's up? And we're live! <laughs> Welcome back to episode five? Five. Five. Okay, I'm starting to lose track. Yeah. Like, we're, we're getting in. We're getting down to the... Well, it's, it's only five episodes. Yeah, we're almost <laughs> going to act like we've, we haven't done that many episodes. Five episodes, but it feels like an eternity. <laughs> <laughs> Such as life, such as such as quarantine, right. but we're living it. We're living we're it. Living every day. Ooh. Like it's on. Yes. Wow, so good. Yeah, because you know what? Some eleven had, had me, me a blast. A blast. <laughs> it had me a blast. Oh my god. Uh, okay, Kelsey, what's going on? What's what's the haps? What's the formal one? Um, the haps is that I want it to be fall. That's the haps for me. All around, I'm like interesting fall things. I'm wearing fall things. I'm drinking fall things. Kelsey says she's wearing fall things. She's wearing shorts, just so everybody. No, knows. it's leopard overalls. They are shorts. But like you can wear these with booties, and it's like a early fall thing. Okay, yeah, like it's the, like a Tennessee fall thing. Like the long sleeve short combo. Yeah. My favorite combo. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I I am fall, and um, other than that, uh, just been. Hitting up the dating apps yeah. hard. How's the dating world? What's dating world like? Scary, always. Um, <laughs> there's been a couple guys that I've like kind of started talking to, I guess. But uh, I was telling Nick before we started recording about this guy that like immediate red flags. He's like drunk in the middle of the day and like asking me to get drunk with him, but also like sending me all these messages with like, you know, slurred language. And I'm like, uh, you're like 30. I do love that when someone drunk texts me though, is you can like see their sobriety just. Like, oh, I love that too. Crying. I love. It's also just like that's who they th- they're thinking of you. They could be thinking of anybody. They're thinking. Of they're you. thinking of you. This guy just had no one to think of because he doesn't know me. He wants you to do tequila shots with him on a Tuesday. <laughs> he wants you to do it on any random weekday <laughs> while I'm working. I'm like, eh, all right, buddy. And um, <laughs> other than that, yeah, just been. You know, hanging out, hoping the temp starts to drop and leaves start to change colors. Next week's actually supposed to be pretty... 70s? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And well, and considering last week or last year, the uh, temperature was 90 degrees until the end of October. Yeah, that's true. Which is better than it, ha- it has been, I guess. But yeah, we're just living, dreaming, meeting new people maybe. We'll see. So had had any of these like online dates like manifested into real life dates yet or? No, I do have one specific person that may. I'm still trying to decide if I'm like into it enough. Okay. Are you using our tips and tricks? Of course. Uh, that we we talked about in previous episodes. <laughs> of course. And if I go on a first date, I'll use those tips and tricks too. I'll make sure I don't do all the don'ts that I did in the last. You mean you're not going to, like, have your friend stalk you or give them a high five? No. Mm -mm. Nope, I'm going to avoid those things at all costs. Will they happen? Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, like, so terrified I'm going to be, like, super awkward. 
just because I haven't been on a date in so long. And also, like, I don't talk to people every day. This is probably the most communication I have with someone that is not my mom or my brother. Or many. Every week. Really? Yeah. When was the last time you saw, like, a real person outside of? I saw Kristen on Saturday. Okay. But other than that, yeah. Like, I really haven't been seeing many people. It's I mean, really weird. As you should, though, because, like, quarantine. Yes, I know. I'm keeping my circle very small. I just, like, I need contact. Like, I need people. You know? Uh, this is an extrovert's worst nightmare. It's awful. People remind me of that every day, too. It's like, you must really be, like, going through it right now. And I was like, yeah, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Bringing it top of mind. Thank you. Um, okay, so what is, what's been going on with you? Um, so it is my birth month. Woo! Um, which is, and I, like, because my birth, since my birthday is literally at the end of the month, I feel like you're basically an October baby, but like, let it go. Yeah. But I feel like I also am like the kind of person that like warrants an actual birth month and I never take a full advantage of it. So That's I, might, true. I might take full advantage of it. This you month. should. You really should. Yeah, I'm in a joke with, with my boyfriend on the, on September 1st. And I was like, guess what it is. And he's like Tuesday. <laughs> Cause I think that September 1st was, was a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> Um, and I was like, no, guess again. He's like, I don't know. Like, what is it? And I was like, it's my birth month. And he was like, no, you don't get a birth month this year. Yes, you do. Of all years, this is the year you need it. Yeah, no. And I was like, I never take full advantage of the birth month thing. So like, I'm doing it now. Um, other than that, you know, I got out of the house today or from coffee shop for a little bit. The best. WFCS. Yeah. Yeah. WMCS. Yeah, no, I know. I, I thought about that one for a minute. I also looked at my cheat sheet before <laughs> <laughs> before I said it. Um, and then other than that, you know, just like binging my Netflix shows, mm-hmm. Teenage Bounty Hunters. So good. So good. So good. D- d- did you finish it? I did. The plot twist at the end is insane. I know. So I'm, I, I was like, mouth wide open. What? Like, we've gotten this far into character building, and then they pull this? Yeah. And it, like, kind of makes you, like, go back and think, and it's like, okay, like, what was I seeing, and was I interpreting it wrong? Mm-hmm. Um, and then some of the things actually do make sense, too, in, like, the yeah. scenes and whatnot. And then on top of that, in a completely unrelated subject, I am now on the five-inch in-seam short game. Because, Good for you. Yeah. Because, like, Thick Thighs Save Lives, and I need to show that shit off. <laughs> <laughs> So true. I said, I, I do think that like my thighs have kind of gotten like skinnier since I've like started like working out more. I mean, they look pretty thin to me. But I used to have like really thick thighs. And so I don't know maybe if I was just really skinny and had thick thighs mm. or if I just, and then I got bigger or if like my thighs just got more toned. I'm going to go with more toned. Yeah, I'm going to go with more toned, but I also definitely did gain <laughs> a lot of weight in college. Didn't we all? I mean, yeah. The, if anything, beer makes you fat. <laughs> It was seriously, then, it's terrifying. No, I, like when I graduated, I, I put a photo of like from like one of my first photos from college. Mm-hmm. I'm like a twig. And then my like, when, when I graduated and I'm like, like 25 pounds heavier. <sighs> so disheartening. I know. But, like, but then I look back on that picture and I'm like, I was still really skinny in that picture. <laughs> and I'm like, can I go back to that way? <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time. I'm like, and I thought that was not great. But yeah. 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 We find new lows. Yeah. Or new highs. Look at your freaking thighs. 
Dick thighs save lives. Fit yeah. thighs save lives. Fit thighs? Fit thighs. Yeah, we can go with that. I like that too. I like that. But that's yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. Other than that, like, life is good. Okay, I do have to say, I watched the new, there's a new movie um, on Netflix called All Together Now. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Does that have like Sabrina Carpenter in it? Is that the one about no. the dance troupe? Or... Mm, I have seen that one too. Okay. That one was cute. It was cute. The one I just watched that just came out, I cried 10 times. I thought about TikToking it because it's the progression of me like going through a romantic comedy slash like whatever sad movie. Okay. It was so good. This, who's in it? Uh, I'm trying to think of anybody that I even know their name. There's people, there's like actors that I've seen in other movies, but nobody that I would specifically be able to be like, this is so-and-so. Okay. The little girl, I swear I've seen the, the main character is this like, little Latina girl and she is the cutest thing of all time Mm -hmm. and so like hopeful and sweet Mm -hmm. I don't know there was just a lot like they threw in a lot of things there's like a dog in the movie and like Mm. family issues and you know things that I really resonate with yeah (laughs) so um it was really good I'd recommend it to anybody I'm not gonna ruin it for anybody but really good 10 out of 10 would recommend 10 out of 10 you might cry 10 times okay let's get into today's topic which is Dealing with rejection. Ouch. Ouch. It hurts. <laughs> it hurt. <laughs> that was not a natural pause, everyone. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, rejection sucks. It really, like, stinks yeah. to, like, be, like, out there, like, trying to put yourself out there and someone not, not like, a reciprocating the same feelings. I completely agree. I think... A lot of times rejection is kind of what um, pushes you back into your shell. Yeah. I think, mm-hmm. you know, when it sucks when like somebody does come out and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, whoops, right back. I'm going to go right back in because this was scary and hard and like clearly no one likes me. I think that's a pretty easy, easy place to go to. Yeah. The initial like getting sh- if you get shut down initially. Yeah. I mean, and it's it's so easy like to be like, I don't like it's like if I never put myself out there, I'll never get hurt. But I feel like you're hurting yourself more by not... 100%. ...putting yourself out there. 100%. It's just having, you know, getting yourself into that that mindset. You have to think outside of, like, that hurt, that initial hurt. Because immediately, I mean, I think most people probably put walls up when something like that happens to them. If someone says, like, yeah, I don't really like you, and they've, like, put the time into, like, thinking they might like somebody, mm-hmm. it hurts. Like, it's like, it's like, I don't know. Why would I keep doing this to myself, yeah. you know? Is there, is there, like, a time where, like, you were ever... Not... I... My, um, not that I can think of, other than, like, mine are usually, like, maybe a little longer down the road. Okay. It depends on how how long of... I mean... I'm, 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 I'm thinking, like... Because I, I know there's, like, an, an instance that comes to mind for me mm-hmm. um, where I was in college, and, mm-hmm. like, I had, I had, like, just gotten back from, like, spring break. But there was, like, a dude I was talking to, and I was, like... Uh, like hey like what's up like what are you doing and I was trying to like get that good D and, <laughs> <laughs> and by that I mean guy I was talking to I mean I was trying to get the hook up yeah, um, yeah. Get, get the good D I was trying to get the good D of course um, and so he was like oh like can you like send me a picture or anything like that and I was like yeah like here's like the most recent picture I had it's like literally like me on the beach um, in Florida okay. and like not that like I'm like the largest person around 
and I was a lot skinnier in college, as we just said, <laughs> um, than like I am now. But I mean, like I've always kind of had like a like a little gut mm-hmm. kind of situation going on. And the guy like messaged me back and was like, "Oh, sorry, I don't do fatties, man." <gasps> and I was like, "Whoa!" And that that went a little bit. Oh my god! Yeah, or maybe maybe that's it, kind of like the way I interpreted it. I guess I think he I think the words he actually said was I. You're a little bit bigger than the guys I go for. <gasps> Still. Yeah, and I was like, damn. I was like, I'm not even that big. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow, that's actually super offensive. The only like weird scenario that comes to mind for me, I wasn't, <sighs> it was somebody I had already dated. Okay. Okay. It was like, once I moved home for a little bit Okay. during that year, I was so weird. But like, I don't know. I started, I had like a Snapchat relationship. For a while there, I had Snapchat relationships. Okay, no, Do you know I what mean, I'm talking about? Yeah, I actually have a friend who just deleted her Snapchat uh, because she's like in like a, a relationship. A real, okay. Like a real relationship. And she's like, yeah, I don't need any of these hoes in Snapchat anymore. I cannot. I, yeah, I don't, I, I haven't used it in, a, in forever for that purpose. Mm-hmm. But it was somebody... I've actually talked about this person before, but like I wasn't really as interested in, in him like the first time we dated. Mm-hmm. But then like I became very interested in him okay. and like confided in him about like things going on in my life. There was this period of time once I moved home, it was like, you know, I moved home, my long distance relationship didn't last. I got broken up with like the week of my birthday. Oh my God. And that was the same week that my grandfather went into the hospital for mm. like the last time. Yeah. I just had so much like going on at that point. I needed someone to lean on. So like, you know, I was Snapchatting. And I really seriously thought this person was interested because of how much we talked and to like what extent and the things we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And then it finally got to the point like months had passed and we like we'd seen each other out maybe once or twice. Okay. But not like we hadn't gone on any dates or anything. Okay. And I was like, so like, what's going on here? Like, what are we, what are we doing? Like, I feel like we're good enough friends. Like, I can ask you this question, and you're gonna be honest or whatever. And like, he just like straight up was like, yeah, like I'm not into it. And I was like, uh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So not only had I just gotten, you know, through this breakup, and thought like maybe I was going back to someone that like was really interested in me, and I probably should have given a better shake the first time around. Yeah. And everything else. I'm like, oh, you actually have just been leading me on this whole time. So you literally, and I said, did you do this to me because of like how I treated you? Mm -hmm. And he said, like, I'm not going to lie. I do get a little bit of satisfaction out of that, but I didn't specifically set out to do it. That's, that's shitty though. I mean, it was like, at least he admitted it to you, but that's still shitty. Like you don't do that to somebody. I legit, I just thought that like it had been, it was so long ago you know, prior to us, like, talking again, where I was like, okay, we've both grown up, mm-hmm. you know? But apparently not. Apparently not. That's, yeah, I think that's the biggest, like, random rejection I've had that okay. was, like, kind of instill the initial maybe we're talking, maybe we're not stages. Everything else is, like, you know, bombs once I've been dating someone for months or years. On the flip side, though, to all this, I mean... I know I've rejected people. Oh, God, I reject people, like... Daily. Daily. <laughs> it's not... It, I'm really bad. It's probably, honestly, some of, some of the things that happened to me, I feel like, are karma at some point. Okay. Like, some of the things, like, like that, that was karma, for sure. Like, it sucked, 
really bad. Mm. But did I blow this guy off completely? Yeah, I did. And he was so nice. Like he like went out of his way, did all this extra stuff, paid all this extra attention to me. And I could not care less at the time, you know? So I I mean, I think I hurt his feelings and I think that comes through, you know, four years later. I don't know. Karma's a bitch. (laughs) Karma is a bitch. But I mean, I think I handled it well. It hurt hurt pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, and I think to like lead in, I think just some of our our points for the day. Mm -hmm. Rejection is a natural part of life. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. (laughs) But I mean, but I mean, it's like if you, if you went out with every certain single person that like approached you or like rejected you, we A, don't have enough time for that. Be my time is more valuable than sometimes the things that you're putting out there. Yeah. And there's other stuff in there too that I can't currently think of. Um, <laughs> I, it's, <laughs> but it's, it's impossible to say yes to everybody. Yeah. As much as we want to be like yes men in our life. Yeah. You know, it's uh, also, I mean, like we've talked about, there's things that like I could be attracted to somebody, but immediately I'm like, I know this isn't going to go anywhere. Mm hmm. You know, so I have to put that initial like not nah, dog, yeah, out there. I mean, and like in in the, on, on even in like beyond relationships too. Oh yeah, you know, it's like you got relationships with work and like different opportunities and uh, with family and friends and mm-hmm. you know every like like I said, if everybody said yes to everything, world would kind of be a shit show. Yeah, like I mean, I, th- I think about all like the jobs I even get shot like rejected from and stuff like that, and sometimes sometimes it's just not a good fit. I am such a like Disney princess, but I always go back to like everything happens for a reason. Totally, and like any anything that doesn't go the way that you want it to is because it wasn't really meant for you. You mm-hmm. know, like I think back to like I that guy and I weren't meant to be together. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's got, he's in a relationship. I think he's really super happy. I can think of somebody else that like just got engaged to the love of their life. And I'm like, we were meant to be like, it wasn't anything wrong with me. And it wasn't anything wrong with you or really our relationship. It was more so that like, I wasn't what was meant for you. Yeah. You know, but that took, I mean, how many, how many rejections do I have to like put out myself or someone else has to give to me to help push us in the right direction? Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I mean, and life is about taking taking risks and putting yourself out there. And you, know, you got to, I think, push yourself to the edges of your comfort zone in order to get anywhere in life. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, you know, you just kind of stay in the same place. And, like, even if you're happy where you're at, is it the best you could be doing? I don't know. If you never take a chance to do anything else or you never, like, say no to any I mean you also get walked all over if you don't say no like eventually people are going to know that you're not going to say no they'll take advantage totally in every aspect of your life whether it's family friends whoever like Mm -hmm. if they know that you're always going to say yes you have to eventually stand up for yourself you have to put you know you have to put yourself out there to maybe like step into who you could be versus who you currently are oh I love that totally I mean and like because it's like you know if you're not like no pain no gain it's a yeah, it's a no pain, no gain kind of situation. Yeah. Like, you, know, you gotta have a little bit of rain to grow as a flower. <laughs> and you can't what? be concerned about the flowers next to you because flowers just bloom. I, they all just bloom and they are concerned about each other. I, I get it. This just this just came to mind. I guess this I think of like when I think about that kind of stuff, it's like I think about that uh Silver Lining song by Casey Musgraves. Oh. If you like if you wanna fill your jar up with lightning, you gotta stand out in the rain. Dude. 
she says that kind of stuff better than anybody, first and foremost. Oh. But she's a lyrical genius. She really is. Um, but even Rainbow. Oh, that is. You uh, have to put up with a little bit of rain to have to find have a rainbow yeah. at the end of the day. And like, sometimes you might not see it because your umbrella is blocking it. Let's all just be honest. Yeah. Because we're not, you know, a lot of times we're like not looking for the good things. We're like, oh, everything sucks. It's all it's like, especially right now, I think it's easy to be like, God, everything sucks. Like, there's nothing to do. There's, you know, we might die. Who knows? Like, World War Three could be happening. I don't know. I'm waiting for the zombies. Or the aliens. Absolutely. Like, who, who, literally, who knows this year? Like, everything's going wrong. But also, you know, I think that's when you have to force yourself to look out from under your umbrella. Yeah. And maybe try and find the rainbows in your life. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's kind of like what we talked about in episode three. Mm -hmm. With positive affirmations. Yeah. And, like, you got to, like, just affirm that you are doing the right thing. And that, like, you know, you got to just keep your, like, keep your chin up. Keep a positive attitude. I think those are actually really great also for once you've been rejected. Yeah. I think that's when you need something like that the most is when Mm -hmm. you're at that point, like it kind of, cause even if, you know, even if you're really confident, even if you're really good headspace, like if you're being honest every single time, like somebody says no and it's not what you wanted. I mean, it does, it takes you down a notch. Yeah. I mean like what, like one wonder, wonder closes two doors open. Yeah. Is that, is that the the same? I mean, I like the two doors. I've always just heard like another door opens, but I like two. A door opens, essentially. Or you can go through a window. I don't know. Yeah, there's another exit. If (laughs) if that house is on fire, you'll find an exit. (laughs) You're going to get out. You're going to get out. And I think think that kind of like brings me to the thought of like not taking it personally. Yeah. Because you're not meant for everybody. You're not cupcakes, cake, ice cream, cheese, wine. Okay, alcohol. listen, all those things are not meant for everybody. Yeah. Says the lactose intolerant girl. You still, I've seen you eat ice cream and I've I seen still, you eat cheese. I still eat cheese. <laughs> I've really had to stay away from ice cream. I, I had a really bad reaction. I, it's bad. I can't do ice cream anymore, so I can't. I literally, I have to stay away from it. Okay, so. It's not meant for me. Okay, so here, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say it this way. You're not cheese. Because <laughs> even, even people who are lactose intolerant still love cheese. What are we supposed to do? Never eat cheese again? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Everybody loves cheese. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody loves cheese. Everybody does love cheese. Um, Because you got charcuterie boards, mac and cheese, cheese I, I honestly can't imagine having to be like, sorry, I'm lactose intolerant and I can't have any more cheese. Or like, I can only eat the meat on the charcuterie board. It's a what a letdown that would be. Yeah. I, I do it anyway. I don't care. I like I refuse to be honest the fact that I like could potentially get on just intolerant because like I'm like that means I could probably never eat cheese again and you know what? I'll just keep living with it for as long as I can. You should. Uh so I think I think it's yeah, I think it's really important not to take things personally and knowing what your self worth is and knowing I think what qualities you value in yourself that aren't gonna come off immediately. Like, you know, you could be a volunteer or you could just have a really great heart or you could be a really great friend or whatever. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that people don't get to know about you right off the bat. You're not everybody's type, but it's like, you know, if like you're confident in who you are and like what you represent and your life motto, creed, tomato, tomato, You, I mean, you, you just, you know yourself better than anyone else. And I think you have to acknowledge all the good things about yourself. And we're, we're our own worst critics at the end of the day. You know, if someone's like, 
I mean, I could like when that person called me chunky and I was like, yeah, maybe I am a little bit chunky, but that means there's more of me to love. Well, and also I I feel like there's this certain things and reasons people are rejecting you Mm -hmm. are actually things they're just projecting. You know what I mean? Yeah, go into that. I want to, I want to, I want to. Because I feel like if he's saying he doesn't date people your size, I don't Mm -hmm. think it was about you. I think it's about his insecurities about his own body. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, not that he, I'm not saying he's chunky. I'm saying he's uh-huh. very concerned about it. And yet that's a fear for him. Yeah. He's afraid of it. Mm-hmm. So he was like, nope, stay away. Don't want that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? No, I mean, and like, I will say in like in the gay community, like there is this very like, it's like, I might be straight person skinny, but I'm gay fat. <laughs> I do feel like a lot of ex- especially gay men are mm-hmm. very um very 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 concerned about fitness yeah, to yeah, a level sure. where it's almost like unobtainable. Yeah, it's like it's like I have to have like 2% body fat. Yeah. And it's like I have to have like the pecs and the abs and the biceps and I have to be able to like fit into a speedo like flawlessly. What about the calves? That was your that's what going like flashback you yeah. said the thing that you paid attention to the most is somebody's calves uh, the thing is i don't really feel like there's a lot of emphasis on the legs i feel like there's more emphasis on, on the abs oh yeah on like more of the upper body yeah than the legs so that's just me though yeah but, okay but like we could also say we're not talking about that exact situation say there's like someone that tells you that you're too i don't know i mean excited like, or like too like outgoing or too I feel like a lot of times people project the things that they're like afraid of or that they don't feel that they possess yeah onto others I mean I I know like in in the gay community like besides like physical appearance there's like the whole like mask versus femme Mm -hmm. debate I'm like that's probably something we can dive into like in a more like detailed discussion yeah there's like a lot of mask for mask like guides or guys or like they like that like having feminine qualities isn't considered like sexy really um, yeah um that's so interesting to me yeah which i mean like it, it, i like i have my own thoughts on all on, on all of it and like i said we can get into it in a different time but you know there there are like things that like you know people are just like they don't they're not going to cherish about you that you cherish about yourself and if that's the case like that person really isn't worth your time no they don't deserve you yeah because, like we've said a million times, and like we'll continue to say, mm-hmm. you know, nobody, nobody is uniquely you. You are the only version of you. You're the mm-hmm. only person that has your exact story, your exact characteristics, and like that is special, very, very special. Um, and I think like it reminds me of like the, a, a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt that was, "No one can make you feel inferior without your consent." Yes. That's that's something to project. Like, I think every single day that like, you know, you just have like be strong in who you are and be strong in your self-worth and your uniqueness and just be, be the badass that you know you are. And also just like, nobody can make you feel bad if, unless you let them. Yeah. Like, you know, don't, don't believe what other people say of you or, Mm -hmm. you know, don't let that change what you think of yourself or what you think is special about you just because somebody else says it's, not. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think like we've been saying since day one too. Confidence is key. Confidence is key, and you know, for some, I mean, I think all of us are still figuring out. Even once we're growing up, you, I mean, y'all change. We we change. I mean, even when you're fifty, you change. We all are continuously growing and evolving as people. 
So I think making sure that you're always trying to say, like, find who that is, no matter what period of your life you're in, Mm -hmm. you know, not like staying stuck in who you were when you were younger or like, say, someone that's, you know, in their 50s and they're stuck in like who they were. Like, we'll say my mom, for example, you know, my mom was my mom was married Mm -hmm. for 20 something years and now she's a single woman again. Yeah. You know, like trying to find that and become confident in who that is again. It's a journey, but I think it's like, you know, I think she's had fun doing it. But I think it's something that like at times is kind of like, oh, because you feel you get around the people that used to be in your life when you were married. And they're like, Mm -hmm. it's weird, you know, but she's I think that she's come become very, very confident in who she is and what she's capable of. Um, And I think that if all of us kind of look at, you know, what we're doing and take the time to give ourselves credit. Yeah, I think we'll all eventually find that confidence in what and who we are and so i I guess this kind of brings me into what are some like coping mechanisms that you can do like if you like get rejected do you have anything that you do or like is there anything like you know other people do (laughs) this may not actually be a great mechanism this is just like what i do um i always watch something happy okay no I, i like that i watch like a romantic comedy or something that makes brings me joy in some way to kind of remind myself that like there is still, you know, maybe it won't be a fairy tale like that, but it's, there's still some kind of good story waiting mm-hmm. for me. When I was going through like my breakup, mm-hmm. uh, I watched Someone Great, I think three or four times. <laughs> that movie's really <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, but it's so good. And it's like, it like relates to like, it had related to like what I was going through mm-hmm. and like a, a deeper rejection, which I think we want to kind of get into beating the breakup mm-hmm. in another episode. And like that more deeper level of rejection versus like that surface like reaching out to someone and like you not getting the same response Mm -hmm. but i mean it was like it was something that like really resonated with me and it like made me feel good and i was like oh yeah it's like i can still go out and have a night out and hang out with my friends and yeah you can go back you can always go back to who you were well i mean so i think uh when i when i would get rejected from people online or if I would approach someone at the bar and it was just like a no, that I would kind of just like take a breath and take a beat and just kind of be like, okay, like that hurt and it kind of sucked. But, you know, just like, I think allowing myself to like sit in that feeling for a minute and being like, okay, like how can I grow from like this experience? Mm -hmm. And like, it was just like, you know, like what could I have done better? What Mm -hmm. did I do not so great? And just kind of, kind of learn just like, Learn from it and move on. Yeah. Or, you know, like, (laughs) take a shot and move on. Yeah. That's, like, truthfully, if you're out, it's okay. You know? I'm not saying to get, like, blackout drunk, but, like, reward yourself. (laughs) You tried. You failed. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. The horse knocks you off, but you got to get back on. You got to get back on. Um, I think another great coping mechanism is exercise. Mm. Running. Whatever it is. That you like to do. Get those endorphins pumping. Yeah. Yeah. Can make you happy. I think that's true of anything. If you're in a mental like rut, if you're whatever you're in. True. It can always make you feel better. Yeah. I mean, when I was unemployed, like the only thing that kept me sane was like exercise. I mean, like I still, I still exercise every single day. And mm-hmm. like, I like personally, like I exercise in the mornings because it helps reduce my anxiety level throughout the day. I think so, it's admirable that yeah. you do that because I cannot wake up. I did wake up um, once. <laughs> this week <laughs> and got up and went for a nice long walk and I was like okay um I was exhausted by the end of the day yeah and then yep 
I mean, this didn't is wake why up I, again. This is why I want to be in bed by 10 p.m. Okay. Which makes sense, and that's why yeah. I I str- I cannot be in bed by 10 p.m. Yeah, and Kelsey and I record these episodes like in the evenings, mm-hmm. and so like when like 10 o'clock hits, like we're still chatting, and I'm like, okay, Kelsey, you gotta it's like gotta go, you gotta go, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta go. go, I gotta go to bed. It's like you know, it's like I have been up since 6:30 this morning, mm. and that's with the Rona. That's with Rona time. That's so nuts. Yeah. Do you have any other coping mechanisms? Um, and I know we, we talked about this, but like the focus on focusing on the positive in your life. And like, I like, I personally have these uh, from my time in my fraternity and high school, I was part of like a community service class where we all had to write each other nice notes and things like that. And so when I like, when I, even when I'm having like a bad day or like, I like really feel like stress and anxiety is like getting to me, mm-hmm. I'll like go back and like, I'll read these the warm and fuzzies. The warm, like, yeah, it'll, it gives me, like, all the warm and fuzzy feels because it, like, it reminds me of the things that I don't see in myself sometimes. Yeah. And I think that is, like, always, like, super helpful to me personally mm-hmm. because, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, it's like people do, like, see me as, like, a leader. Like, you know, it's like someone sees me as a good friend or, you know, like, they, like we got lunch one time and, they have like they thought we had a really nice conversation. So like, no, and it always like it always I was like, oh like yeah, it's like, you know, I am capable of so much like more than just Well, and I think it also reminds you that you do have people in your life that appreciate you even if someone didn't. Yeah. You know? Like me for me, I have a I have a card from this little girl that was on the soccer team I coached before I moved down here. Mm-hmm. Which like is one of my biggest passions that like I don't get to take advantage of because of everything that I do. I love soccer and I love coaching. Um, And this little girl, Sammy, made me the sweetest card all by herself, like front, inside, back, like everything was drawn on. And it was like, you are the best coach in the entire world. Like you're beautiful. It was like all these things that an eight year old sees in me. Uh And like, it almost takes me back to like, just being like, okay. This is what little kids like, you know, I at some point have inspired these little girls. Yeah. And like that, that builds me up. Mm -hmm. That like immediately brings me back to being like, okay, yes, I am capable of being great or someone that would inspire other people. Yes. Let alone, you know, I guess, well, more so despite someone not seeing that in me or thinking that I'm whatever. It could be like a, a, like a birthday card or like a thank you card or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, like I can guarantee you probably have. Something, something positive. Like, something like look that. back on. Yeah. Exactly. Also, I think, side note, now that you have all this downtime, if you do have people in your life that, like, you feel like you haven't maybe told that you, like, think they're great or whatever, I think this is a great opportunity in Rona to, like, yeah. send people letters. That's actually a really good point. You know what I mean? And I think I might do that this week. I've, it's been on my list because I just, like, I want people to know how much, not only how much they, like, mean to me and mm-hmm. outside of just like a you know I have friends that I only see a couple times a year because they live at home but they're literally my best friends in the entire world yeah. and like I I wish them a happy birthday like on Instagram and yeah. that's about you know we don't really talk much outside of that we we text and like it feels so impersonal but like I need them to know and I would love for them to know how much they mean to me and like mm-hmm. give them that like piece of you know that warm and fuzzy that they could look back on yeah and I think that, like, putting that good out into the world also just is only, it's going to bring, like we've said, car- good karma, hopefully, to you. Yeah. Um, and you can, you can pay that forward. Like, if someone sends you a card, someone gives you something, mm-hmm. you can do that to somebody else. And, like, that person can do that to somebody else. And you spread, and, and you're so spreading the good 
Good vibes for all. Good vibes everywhere. But it could help. You just never know when it, when it could help or who it could help or where somebody's at, you know, because obviously like with the friends that we don't see all the time, they maybe aren't reaching out to us to say that they're not like in the best place or something. Yeah. So. Yeah, you never really know, especially like in light of the death of or the passing of Chadwick Boseman. It's like you really never know what someone's struggles are and like what they're going through. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just a little side note. I think it's as much as like you should be looking at those things in within your life. Also, like maybe try every month to send something good out into the world like that, like to one of your good friends or like somebody that even if it's somebody you don't know very well, just somebody that like at some point has had a positive impact on you. Let them know. And I think uh, kind of like just getting back to the subject, Mm -hmm. just knowing that like, you know, healing takes time if you are rejected. And I like it kind of ties into like, don't be afraid to feel your feelings, but like, you know, like you can't expect things to like turn around ASAP. You gotta, you gotta kind of get it, give it that moment. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, just kind of take it in. Except that like, you know, like maybe it's like, I know like we're kind of talking on like more of a shallower scale of things, mm-hmm. but like, you know, give it the weekend. Like if it was something that like you maybe saw like a future in or something like that. I think that's, yeah. I think that's like, that's great. I think also you can like, I don't know. Put yourself back up on the horse. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the best way to like get through or over something is to like start talking to somebody else. Yeah. I know. I mean, the best way to get over what someone is to get, get under somebody, somebody else. else. But I mean, it's kind <laughs> of true. Even if it's like something that doesn't mean anything on mm-hmm. a dating app or whatever, sometimes it's just nice to like remember that you're like, oh yeah, I have options. Yeah. You know, you don't want to sit too long in a place where you're like, no one wants me. I've been rejected. You know, it's like... <laughs> I've been rejected one time. <laughs> but sometimes, it do, I mean, it can hurt, depending on how long you were talking to that person. It, it you know, it was like a week or two weeks or whatever it was. But just kind of remembering, like, getting that first, like, hey, hottie, what's up? You know, message is like, oh, yeah, I'm great. Yeah. Okay. And I think on top of that, I think you also have to look at who are you still currently talking to? Because there's probably someone out there that is super into you that you, you're not even realizing. Maybe you got Snapchat hoes you forgot about. Yeah. You got hoes in different area codes. <laughs> hoes on every platform. Hey! Fa- those Facebook hoes. You stay away from the Facebook hoes. Uh, Facebook's it's, a scary place Instagram. to meet people. Instagram's a less scary place than Facebook to meet people. The people... Are there TikTok hoes yet, though? Are there TikTok hoes? No. But I am You can open. be the first TikTok hoe. I am open. Chelsea's DMs are open on TikTok. <laughs> Wait, there are some really cute guys on TikTok that are like that. Their whole theme is that they're single, and they're like, "I try to do all these nice things, and I'm still single." And then like all their comments are like, "I'll date you," blah blah. You know, everybody's like, "You're the like." I don't understand it. There are some ridiculously attractive ones. There's this one guy that he's he's in Nashville. Oh, and he is very hot. I was shook. And he, like, makes all these jokes about how, like, he keeps putting himself out there and basically, like, no girls want to date him. And I'm like... I'm sure that it's like... Do I get thirsty in the comments or what do I do, you know? I mean, okay, well, there's, there's only... There's two things, or maybe three things. Maybe he really is just single. Two, maybe he's a douchebag. I know. But three, maybe he knows he's hot, so he doesn't want to, like... No, he, he might just be rolling with it right now. He's got... I think he's up to 50K, somewhere around there. Shit. I know, I'm like... Yeah, get on there. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so I think, yeah, I think don't let the rejection define you. Define you? Def- <laughs> don't let it define you, y'all. 
<laughs> reset that. Uh, you can't let the rejection define you. It's, you know, one, one no. My mom used to always say, and this is one of my favorite sayings of life because it's so applicable to every aspect, but it takes a thousand no's sometimes to get one yes. And that is applicable in so many areas of your life. And maybe it's not a thousand, maybe it's just a couple, but like just thinking of the fact that you're probably going to hear no more than you're going to hear yes. True. And like, we kind of have to, you know, take that in. It's hard to hear no, but eventually it's like, you're waiting for that one yes. And that yes will come. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. No. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Okay. So heading towards the takeaways for me, I'll, I'll start. Okay. Um, my main takeaways from this would be to kind of just like take rejection in stride, you know, like Mm -hmm. don't like Nick said, don't let it define you or define you either way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But also just kind of take it as an opportunity to like get that no out of the way. Like I said, you're going to get a lot more no's in your life than you are going to get yeses. So like, instead of looking at it, like, this is it. This is an end. This is like, I'm, I suck. This means I, you know, I'm not wanted. Look at it as more like a, okay, that does suck. But like, this is an opportunity for me to like find somebody that might be really into me for me to put that time into like myself for me to, you know, head towards another. Yes. You got to know all the way you're checking it off. And like, I think the other takeaway for me is to never like, it's, Obviously, we talked about not taking it personally, but to never um, lash out. I think this is more like a a male thing okay. than a female thing most of the time. I'm yeah. sure there are women that completely, like, when they get rejected, like, lash out at the other person mm-hmm. over it. Um, I just think, like, even when if, if I'm at a bar or something and somebody bought me a drink and I'm like, I'm not interested, okay? Mm-hmm. A lot of times they get really pissed yeah. and they lash out at you. Because that rejection is like, oh, you just wanted, like, whatever versus, you know what I mean? Yeah, actually, I, that reminds me of a good story I have about rejecting somebody else. Oh, God. Go oh, ahead. Oh, no, I, I'll let you finish. Okay. Oh. I was going to say, yeah, other than that, just, like, to make sure that, like, you're staying in check with yourself and not turning into, like, a monster because you're upset that you got rejected. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, I really loved the whole like silver, like Casey Musgraves part of this podcast, like (laughs) look for the rainbows in your life. There's always a silver lining to every situation you're in, whether you see it right now or you don't. Yes, absolutely. End scene. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, Okay, so I think some of my takeaways, I love what you said about getting, you're gonna get a lot more no's before you get a yes. And it really is, kind of like that climb of it's the climb. <laughs> oh, it's, Cyrus. Climb. It's, a, it's about what you do when you hit these roadblocks and when you hit these walls and how you pivot around them and make the changes that are necessary and how you grow and learn from different situations and you know just knowing that you're not cheese you'll never be cheese no one will ever actually I'm gonna strike that and say only Beyonce. Actually, no. I'm gonna strike that too. No one will ever be cheese. I'm gonna go back to my. <laughs> Wait, you can say only Beyonce, Beyonce is be cheese. cheese. But there are people out there who don't like Beyonce, and while those people are wrong, 
and you could say those are the lactose intolerant people of the world. That's rude. Um, that's rude because Beyonce is queen. Uh, <laughs> but you, you know, like you're not you're not for everybody, and you shouldn't be for everybody because your time is important. You are unique to who you are, and you whether you believe in God or something else or just the power of you like you are the way you are for a certain reason and that's something that you should take in stride absolutely so yeah I think that you know like just keep doing you keep living your life the way you want to live it and everything beyond that will fall into place don't let nobody dull your shine You are, you was kind, you was smart, you is important. Go back, shine bright. bright. Shine bright like like a diamond. diamond. (laughs) Rihanna! (laughs) Woo! Okay. Okay. Um, I still want to hear your story. Oh, so this reminds me of a time I actually did reject somebody where I didn't like outwardly say, no, you're not my type, but I just kind of kept ignoring his messages. And like he sent me like eight messages in a row and I was like, hey, what's up? What's going on? What are you doing? What are you in town for? Blah, blah, blah. And I kind of was like, hey, it's good. Just out of town from Nashville, blah, blah, blah. And I just kind of, and then he kind of like started getting a little bit more progressive than I wanted to in his responses. And I was like, honestly, I'm not really interested in meeting up with you. I've got other things I got going on, I got to do. And uh, so and he, he sends me like 10 messages after that, just like asking me like a bunch of different stuff. And uh, sometimes, I don't know if this is how it is with straight people dating online, but sometimes when you don't respond, people will send like a multitude of question marks yeah. to be like, are you still there and stuff like that? Or like, did I scare you off? And That immediately pisses me off so uh, much to the point where I'm like, I'm never responding so to you ever mad. again. So, so, so mad. And so I was I was just like, I'm, I'm really not feeling it. And like I said, I've got other shit to do and you're really not my type. No! Uh, oh, I, God. No, no, I, didn't, I didn't tell him that. I didn't tell him that. I was just thinking that. And, oh, God. Thank goodness. Yeah, I was going to no, say, that's no. I, harsh. I think I was just like, it was just like one of those things I maybe like responded was like, yeah, like whatever. Um, I like, I t- I'm not like a jerk. I like, I, I if I'm going to reject someone, I'm going to let them down easy or just kind of just let the conversation fizzle out. So, but it gets to a point where he's like, you're not responding to me, so I'm going to report you to this app because you're ignoring me. <gasps> and Oh my I was God. Like, okay, bro, like if that's what you want to do, that's fine, but I'm not in any way obligated to reply to you. In what world do you live in that you think that that's a thing? Yeah, like, it, like what, what gives you the right to think that I owe you a response? Uh, and so, even though I was like didn't like outwardly reject this guy I obviously wasn't showing interest in what where the conversation was going uh, so yeah I mean like I've I mean I've rejected people in more upfront ways but like that's just like something that came to mind that was just like I can't believe oh, that yeah. he was like yeah I'm gonna what is that even gonna do for you I don't know I mean like okay they're gonna laugh at your request yeah, dumbass yeah. the report is like you report somebody when they're like sexually harassing you. Yeah, or like when their profile says they're not who they are. Rude. Yeah. So it's just like, ha ha, have fun with that. 
<laughs> I and I think I actually did say that. I think I was like, good luck. <laughs> uh. Okay, guys, we're finishing things off with a game. We're doing a classic today with a little bit of a twist. A little bit of a twist. A little bit of a twist. We're doing Fuck, Mary Kill. Salad Bowl Edition. And by salad bowl, he means a bowl from his kitchen. Yeah, a bowl from my kitchen. It's got, we, we've each written down some names of people, um, ce- celebrities. From all different walks of life. <laughs> I think so, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we're just going to, we're going to draw the names at random. Mm-hmm. And we're going to fuck one, we're going to marry one, we're going to kill one. Okay. Kelsey, you want to start us off? Yeah, I do. Okay. Hold on, I'm going to... Mix it up. Mix a roux. Toss that salad. Okay, one. <laughs> Okay. Did I grab? Oh, I grab more. I grab more. Okay. Hold on, take that one back. Okay. Wait, did I grab more than more? No. Okay. Okay. Kelsey and I also folded ours very differently, so. <laughs> okay. Who is that? You don't know who Idris Elba is? No. Who is that? Oh my God! The most beautiful man alive. Really? Yeah. What's um, he in? Is he an actor? He's an actor. What was he in? He. He's just pretty. He's beautiful. <gasps> oh. So okay. I know he's also British. Yeah. No. No, I know okay. who this is. I didn't know his name for real. Okay. So, Idris Elba, Tyler C. Who's Tyler C? Oh, like the hot one. From The Bachelorette? Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. We love Tyler C. Yeah, I do love Tyler C. Okay, and Martha Stewart. Mmm. So, like, clearly she's dying. Sorry, Martha. What? No! I'm not marrying her. You have a beautiful home. I would have a beautiful home. But, like, I think I'd marry Tyler. Out of this lineup, I'm marrying Tyler. Unfortunately, Martha will meet her demise. And then I will fuck Idris. I did have to look down to read that mm. because it's such a strange name, but he is, is very attractive. Name. I love British accents. I'm here for it all. Okay, you're I, next. I mean, I, I swear, that's a tough lineup. It's a good lineup. All um, right, who'd you get? Okay, let's see here. I got Pete the Pilot. Yes! Um, Ashton Kutcher. Ooh. Um, and RuPaul. Oh, damn. Okay. What are you going to do? Um, This is kind of tough. I think I'm going to marry RuPaul because my life yeah. would be absolutely fabulous. Absolutely. I'm going to fuck Pete the pilot. And then I'm going to... You're going to kill Ashton? Yeah, I don't know. How, how else would you do it? I would marry Ashton. I'm going to... I'm, Pete the pilot's pretty hot, though. Pete is hot. But he's he can't dance and he's a little, like, well douchey. TikTok ruined him for me. Um, and also well, his season. Uh, that's There's a reason I'm not marrying Pete. There's a reason why I'm just like slamming his ass. And and then, you, but Ashton? Like, okay. okay well, I'll allow it. I'll allow out it. Out of the two, who do you think has the bigger dick? <laughs> Ashton. Demi Moore. Let's just take that like. And Amy Lacunas. I know. I love her. Like take that into account. Those are not easy women to get. Okay, but in, with Pete the Pilot, I could join the Mile High Club. True. Couldn't you do that with Ashton too? See pilot? Nobody probably has a fucking private jet. What are you gonna while he's flying it? Yeah, there's like a like there's an element of like thrill there. 
We might crash. <laughs> we might crash. At least we're going out doing it. Uh, no, I, I think I'm still going to fuck beat the pilot. Okay. I, I'll respect it. Okay. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Kelsey looks guilty. I just know. I just like, I keep getting such random lineups that are like kind of difficult at the same time. Okay. So I have Pete Davidson. Okay. BDE. Absolutely. Um, Emma Stone. Okay. And David Dobrik. <gasps> I gotta marry David. Yeah, you have to. I love him. Think about all the, all the free Teslas you could give away. Oh, all the free Teslas I could have. Um, yeah, I love David Dobrik. Sorry, that, Emma. I, I I love Emma Stone. I don't know, but Pete, Ariana. Let's just like. I mean, Pete has the BDE. He, yeah. but Emma Stone is literally the light of our lives. I think people would be very upset if I killed her. Like, I feel like I have to kill her. I have to fuck Pete. Would people be upset if you kill her? Well, yeah. She's Emma Stone. But you're willingly, you're like, you're not even trying to argue about that. You're not killing Because Pete what I have been, <laughs> the options I have been given, it does not make sense to kill Pete. Okay. It doesn't. No, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, Pete. Okay. Okay. Emma's, bye, Emma. Nice knowing you. Okay, I got Chase Crawford. Yeah. Don't look at me like you don't know who Chase Crawford no, I know, is. I know I know the name. I'm just trying to like He's the, the He's in Gossip Girl. He's like a better looking version of Zac Efron in the face. Is he the one who plays Nate? He's Nate. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. This is actually really funny because my ex-boyfriend and I mm-hmm. uh, had arguments about who was hotter, whether or not whether or not Dan was hotter or Chase was hotter. Yeah. Um, I, was a, I was a big Dan fan. I'm a big Dan fan too. Even though I, like, I know... Dan is Gossip Girl, even though I've never finished Gossip Girl. Also, spoiler alert, but, like, you know, you've had... <gasps> you can't go spoiler alert after you already spoiled you it! You've had ten years to watch Gossip Girl. That's all I'm gonna <laughs> True. say. True. Uh, Harry Styles and Kim Kardashian. Oh! God. Um, I think I'm gonna marry Harry Styles. You should. Because I feel like life would just never be dull with him as my husband. I just, yeah, I don't think... I think he's so interesting as a human. Um, I'd probably fuck Chase Crawford because he's still fun. I mean, he, he is so good looking. Even though I was Team Dan, Chase Crawford is still fun. As well. Like Dan just is, he had so much depth, I think, and like Nate didn't have as much depth, and I think that's so. Um, Kim K is out the window, and honestly, I don't want to deal with all that drama. It's a lot that goes on with that. And like, I don't want to mess with Kanye. That's true. Nah. Mm-mm. I don't want him to ever be mad at me. Okay. So my lineup, I keep getting the strangest lineups, I swear to God. Snoop Dogg. Okay. Justin Bieber. And Jeffree Star. <laughs> um, I gotta marry Snoop. Oh, oh, wow. I would, was not gonna expect that from you, but okay. I mean, it's just, he's so funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I would be laughing for the rest of my life. Okay. You know? Yeah. I don't really want to kill Jeffrey. But, like, I don't want to kill Justin either. You would to fuck one of them. I know. I have to also kill one of them. That's which, the hard Which would you rather fuck? I guess Justin. He has BDE. Most Does of the time. He Sometimes. He's got, like, MDE. Medium? Medium dick energy. Jeffrey has big. I, I would assume he's a bottom. I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I guess Justin. Right? I'm not... I can't... That's what makes sense. It'd be Justin. I'll pick okay. Justin. And, unfortunately, okay. I'm going to have to kill off Jeffrey... Maybe I'll get all of his Birkins. Can you, I'll maybe steal you can, like, ride yourself into his will before you tell him. Yeah, I want all of the Birkins, all of the suits, whether they be Gucci or Jeffree Star brand. I want them all. The little track suits. 
And the makeup brand. <laughs> I want it all. Ready for this? Mm-hmm. Nelly. Yes! Um, it's getting hot in here. Luke Bryan. Michelle Obama. <laughs> um, okay. I'm obviously going to marry Michelle Obama. Duh. Um, I think I'm going to fuck Luke Bryan and kill Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> Not Nelly. You guys could walk down the aisle with a little piece of tape on your cheek. Yeah, have you seen the way Luke Bryan moves his hips? I have. Yeah. And that's like, like his whole, that's his whole shtick. That was when I, when I saw him when he played downtown in Nashville. Country girl, shake it for me. Uh, yeah. Like that was a sexual awakening for me. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think I'm going to have to marry Michelle Obama mm-hmm. because why wouldn't you fuck Luke Bryan and kill Nelly? Unfortunately. Oh, Nelly. I know. That was a tough one. I love Nelly. That was tough. Last ones? Yeah. Okay. All right. I have Matt King. Vine star, YouTube yeah. star. Let's go, Matt King. I do love him. Also, he just started a podcast. Here for it. Um, Donald Glover. Big fan. Yes. Community. Big fan. Um, and Tim McGraw. A legend. I got to marry Matt. Okay. Yeah. I, I approve. Uh, I think everyone thinks I'm going to say Tim. For fuck? Yeah. I do, I'm not. I would, I mean. I feel like that's where the <laughs> world wants me to go. I'm not doing it. It's Donald Glover. Yeah. Let's go. Childish Gambino, let's get it. All the way. All the way. All the way. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm going to kill Tim. No, I, I fully support that decision. Okay. Last one. Ooh. I'm also genuinely afraid because, like, I know what I put in here. Mm-hmm. That hasn't come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Zach Efron. It had to happen. Yeah. Heath Itatsu. Heath Hussar. Heath like- of Zane and Heath. Viner. Well, I'm trying to picture which one he is. He's the cuter one, but he was, like, the one that was, like, trashy. They're both trashy, I guess. He was the one that, like, smoked and, like, was kind of overweight, and then he, like, got kind of hot. And fit and healthy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Seth Rogen is my last mm. one. Okay. So this is, I, I have it. I, I know what I'm going to do for kill. You're going to kill Heath. Yeah. That's rude. I, I know it's rude, but hear me out on this one. And I'm trying to figure out. Okay. I think I'm going to marry Seth Rogen. Okay. And fuck Zach Efron. But. That seems right. I think I'm also going to try and spin it in, like, a three-way situation. (laughs) (laughs) Where uh, I get Seth Rogen and Zac Efron to have a three-way with me. That's fair. I feel like they would be down. I kind of feel like they would. If not just for, like, Seth would do it literally. He'd be like, can we videotape it? Like, I just feel like... I I would make a sex tape with Seth I would would make a sex tape with Seth Rogen and Zac Efron for sure. I mean, I think I get a I ton can of hit that shit all the way. Yeah. Your whole family becomes famous because you sex tape with Seth Okay. I'm just going to say my family and I, we would love a reality television show. I think it'd like, be funny. Meet the Estrams would be fantastic. Your mom just like walking around staging everything. Yeah. Like her and her sound bowls. <laughs> my dad would be like the low key, like, I don't want anything to do with this. Mm-hmm. Joe, Megan and I are all like super... We're kind of like camera sluts, so camera whores. So we would be like all up in there, causing drama and shit like that. It'd That'd be, be so good. Be perfect, Kelsey. 
remind us where we can find you on the social medias. You can find me at Daily Dose of Calcium on Instagram and TikTok. I actually uploaded a TikTok. Did you really? I did. I missed it. I just did it. Okay. I've been, I've been absent a couple of days from it. Okay. So there is a TikTok. I'm, I've stopped lurking for a second. Literally one second. A single second. A single second. Still lurking most of the time. Nick, where can we find you on socials? You can find me on Twitter. Wait, not Facebook. You can find me on... <laughs> the most grandma thing ever. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at NickLovin4. Yes. Yes. Um, and then you can find us at No Green Texts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Maybe TikTok soon. We'll probably yeah, make one of those. We probably should. Um, and you can email us at NoGreenTextPodcasts at gmail.com. We want your stories. Yeah, we want your breakup stories. We want you to email us about any questions you might have or any topics you might want us to cover. And yeah, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Tell your friends. Share it in your Instagram stories. We'll share it back. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And I think that's all we got. I think that's it, yeah. We'll see y'all next week. See y'all next week. Bye. Bye.